0: Well, Mr. Pear, now, uh, about your asking price.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, how firm is it? <clears throat> well, we have had other interests, uh, But we'd be willing to consider anything, say, within 5%. Oh, my God. Oh, of course, that is negotiable. Arlo... What in the hell are you doing here?
0: Hey, neighbor. Saw the car parked out front. Somebody looking at the house?
1: Yes, they are. Uh, can you come back in ten minutes, please? Just thought I'd say hi. It's the kind of guy I am. They're showing a snuff film on cable, Frank. Why don't you check it out? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, don't call my house. Frank.
0: is Pierre? Hi, I, I'm Frank Crawford. Hi. I live right next door. Larry Seeger is my wife, Cleo. Hi. Cleo. Oh, what a beautiful name. You know, one of the uh, women that I work with at the teen center is named Cleo. Get him out of there. One of the loveliest human beings I've ever met. Really? Mm-hmm. Frank has to be going now. Do you play golf, Larry? Well, I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a new course that just opened up down the road, and maybe you and me, we could break it in together sometime a deal oh, oh i
2: almost forgot it's a little welcome to the neighborhood gift aren't you sweet hands are shaking cold
1: these hands are men to hold.
0: So the strategy I used the last two Cowboys games, because they were on Monday night and Sunday night, and the, the captain mode was to pick their uh, either second or third string tight ends, because they, they quite literally cost $100. Yeah. So it's just a free, it's just a free slot, and I'm, I'm just basically like, please just catch one
2: pass yeah. for like
0: 10 yards.
2: I had Swain in mind for sure. See, I thought he was still out last night, so I was. I got the text at the last minute that said Swaim was in. I had Blake Jarwin. <laughs> I don't think he saw the field,
0: and I didn't see any money.
2: I Why can, does uh, Blake Jarwin sounds like a character from True Detective season one to me?
1: Yeah, did he wear the bird head, or was that
2: season two? <laughs> I believe that was season two, sir. Yeah, that was season two with Should the
0: big, <laughs> big
2: nose. Whatever. So great. Should we introduce what we're doing here? Would that be a good idea at this point? Let's do podcast. it. So we are podcasting. This is a momentous podcast, though. It's a big one.
1: Yeah. This is a big one.
2: The, the
0: the people have no idea how big.
1: This is episode one hundred.
0: Who thought we would get this far?
1: I'm just really glad Stan Lee made it to see episode one hundred.
0: Stan Lee and NASCAR's David Pearson
2: going around turn four just to listen to this episode. That's quite a big guest lineup we have for tonight. How are you able to get Stanley and David Pearson booked for this? I mean, I know it's episode 100 and all, but come on.
0: I have direct access to hell.
2: <laughs> is is uh, the access you have rhyme with the words dime bag? <laughs> I didn't tell that joke right. Dang it. No, not really.
0: But yeah, that's my prime connection. That's good. So we've got
2: Point Break Dave and Austin. We're trying something a little different with the audio today, if it sounds slightly different, but I think we're going to be good. It seems like tests seem to indicate we're on the right track here.
0: Still recording. I see the clock. We're counting up. Wait That's a, minute. a good
1: sign.
2: No, right there. The timer. Oh, right by Dave's, Dave sitting... Do you know where Dave is? Like, if only there was a sign on the <laughs> wall that would tell where he was.
0: Like, I needed a sign that says... Welcome to my dining room behind me.
1: Here's what's great though. Watch this. I'm going to spin the camera. <laughs> There's Oh, what's her side, too?
0: <laughs> it says "Austin on every
1: wall in this house.: Every wall." And if you didn't know you were in Austin, you could go outside and see a Beto sign in every yard, and then you'd know, for sure it's <laughs> coming. I thought you were going to say that, like there was a pile of them. No, they're still in the yards, man.
2: I this whole episode was just going to be Dave gloating on Beto's still-living grave. He didn't lose by much.
1: No. Pretty close. But I, enough to win me a bunch of money.
2: <laughs> yeah. I actually did the uh, rare uh, feat in sports betting where I was able to middle the election. I had bet on Ted Cruz m- many weeks ago when he was still getting a decent price, and then right before... The votes started to come in the, the odds for Beto had shifted in such a way that you could get even money, but you got Beto plus 3.9%. And he only ended up losing by two percent. Oh, okay, I got you. So I won on the cruise outright bet, but also won on the Beto plus three point nine. So they call that middling it. There you go. It's a yeah, uh, it's a gambling term. I wish uh I wish KJ was here. Hey, KJ played in fantasy NASCAR with me this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird that he so so first off... But I picked Bubba Wallace, too, to cancel him out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like normally you're playing your best six against six, but I knew against him I'd be playing five against five because right. our, our six drivers were going to cancel each other out.
0: Yeah, it's like me asking my wife who, she can, who she's going to vote for just so I just vote the opposite. <laughs> just, just to cancel her just out. Just to make it completely worthless. I love it.
2: Yeah, he, he swoops in. And wins our football league last week, which is unacceptable. As much research as we do on this show,
0: and then and then he's just a no-show. He just goes out on top. He's 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 become that guy. He
2: didn't play football this week. I won football this week for the first time in probably two years. Right. He wasn't in there, so that's another five dollars I didn't collect. But he entered our fantasy NASCAR league, but he didn't enter football. That's who does this guy think he is? I have
0: no idea, and I forgot. To enter the NASCAR, I'm, I apologize to you and your family. It's
2: okay. You would have been you would have been drawn pretty thin because I put a pretty good one down. Yeah, yeah. We uh we had the we had the field well scouted. The uh, William Byron fifth place finish predicted very well by this guy. Right. Nice. here. Nice. Okay. This guy who's drinking um eggnog from a goblet <laughs> right
0: now. It's the only way we roll yes. here in the house. I like of Glenn. I like
2: coming over here though. It's things are always things are always on the higher end. <laughs> For the, for the most part. So what was this show called? Oh, um, Tell Me Where to Turn. Right. You can find it on Twitter, at where to turn pod. Where would we find you? You can find me at Tommy2 underscore zero. Where would we find you, other than in Austin? <laughs> you Does he have me. another
1: site that has his name on it? <laughs> at Point Break underscore Dave.
0: You can find me, as always, at Glenn3 underscore 11.
2: And speaking of Glenn 3 underscore 11, mm. I noticed behind you there's a countdown clock. Yeah. And it's got less than 48 hours left.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's down to about 40. I think we're less than 40 hours.
2: So how are we feeling about this? You're going to go under the knife to get the uh, microfracture surgery. No, no that's not right. It's, it's not microfracture. It's ACL repair. ACL reconstruction. They're going to give you one from like a, uh, a cadaver. Yes, I've. Did you ask for the uh, cadaver to be? I've, I've requested that the impossibly.
0: cadaver. It comes from someone whose first name starts with a D E, and then <laughs> has just a just a regular name behind that.
1: <laughs> so if we're it's forty amazing. hours, forty hours away, when do you relinquish the universal title? Oh man, Does that happen okay. today.
0: I'm going to have to relinquish a lot because I think I'm going to be pretty laid up for the first week or two, week to 10 days, and then on crutches for maybe a month, and maybe more.
2: So it's laid up for you, like only doing arm exercises at the gym? So
0: I don't think in those first week to 10 days they'll be making it to the gym at all. Wow. Mm -hmm. But because the thing is, I won't be weight bearing, you know, I can't walk, but you could go in crutches in the gym and just do stuff, just sitting down or laying on a bench or whatever. But then there's the matter of also like putting the weights on on the, off the rack, onto the bar and that type of thing. And I probably not going to do that on one foot. That seems
2: ill-advised. So are you going to have one of those little carts that you wheel around on? Like where you put your knee on one cart? No, because I don't think so. And they told
0: you no weight bearing. None whatsoever. Wow. Like, I think I would be able, like, if I was sitting here post-op, I think I could sit here and just, like, rest my foot on the floor, but I obviously couldn't, like, push up But I could push like, go over there it. and
2: push down on Please it. Please don't. For jokes.
0: No, that just would be show? A, a really bad idea. But, yeah, I've, uh, I wouldn't say I'm nervous. I just kind of wish it was over type of thing. I but understand it's that. It's just... It's been a long wait just feel, to get that's it That's how I feel
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> we could fast forward 45 minutes right now. You'd love to. I'd trade that in a heartbeat.
0: I, I'd love for it to be 48 hours from now, and I'm medicated and likely sleeping soundly in my bedroom, slowly healing. So did you request Conrad Murray to be the anesthesiologist? <laughs> you going to tell him, give, take what would kill me and then just cut it back just, just a bit because I don't want to. I don't want to experience
2: anything. So is there an overnight hospital stay involved in this?
0: No, this is outpatient.
2: Wow. So you're going to be unable to put weight on your leg
1: for 10 days and they're going to send you home the same day. Yep. Wow. They don't do it at your house like you're in a bathtub or, or is that a different medical procedure? <laughs> I'm not donating a kidney. <laughs> okay. Well, Dave, it's
2: funny. To it's China. Funny, uh, it's funny you should say that because I'd like to call your attention to um, a website, dallasnews.com. Okay. The um, local publication, Dallas Morning News. The uh, This is a uh, article about a medical practitioner in our area. Oh, no. Um, He's not North. is he? A Colleyville surgeon is accused... Your doctor's not from Colleyville, is no, he? No, we can't trust anybody from Colleyville. ...is accused of harming patients, including one who alleged that he watched college football <laughs> during the procedure. I did read about this. <laughs> this guy is unbelievable. So he was a uh, plastic surgeon, and he was running a uh, plastic surgery clinic in Colleyville, but he was convincing people to let him do surgery surgical procedures that should normally happen in a hospital this is why i thought of it because you said you're going to have this surgery done in an outpatient setting um just there on the weekends and he would watch college football while he was doing the procedures without lot, any other without anybody else present
0: yeah no no assistant
2: no, no assistance no, no nothing but when they started digging into this guy um a little bit further they uh, they found out that um he was working in Temple for Scott and White in 2016, um, and he was suspended from the hospital for violating a uh, non-compete clause. So you're like, well, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's just a non-compete clause. Well, then it says...
0: Does he have OnStar?
2: <laughs> then it says after that, he, uh, he moved to South Lake uh, in uh, late 2016 and was fired in 2017 for engaging in sexual relationships with one or more patients
0: oh
1: my god <laughs> like one or more no is it like when they're under or
2: no i think no. i think he oh, just okay. because because the next thing that you find out he got um, accused of kind of makes sense so then he's also accused of prescribing control, controlled substances to a woman with whom he was also having an affair and the woman also reported receiving cosmetic procedures, including one in an apartment, the complaint says. In exchange? Yeah. And then there was 11 other patients that he was implicated in providing prescription drugs, including Xanax, Valium, Oxycodone, Oxycontin, Hydrocodone, and a weight loss drug. A hearing on the complaint has not been scheduled. Wow. Wow.
0: That is, that is not my physician.
2: So that is not your physician. So he no. has not offered to, to come and perform the procedure in your apartment.
0: No, he is not at my seedy apartment.
1: So a lot of plastic surgery clientele in Temple, Texas?
2: I wouldn't think so. Look, I've been to Temple. If that's the case, then they need to up the quality <laughs> standards to get a medical degree down there. No, <laughs> no joke. Offense. No offense to our many listeners in Temple. Oh, wow. So when can I come visit you after the surgery? That's what I want to know. Probably never. Can I be waiting here when you get home from the surgery? Uh, that'd be pretty uneventful
0: because you'd probably just get a middle finger and then I would just proceed to where I'm going to sit lay down. That'd, that'd be the extent of it. I'm having it at a at a uh, Baylor outpatient surgery center. Oh, ah, yes. So even if I go in and then decide that, no, I don't want it, I don't want the surgery anymore, they'll still give it to me.
2: <laughs> and uh, and of course our brows. Let's not forget about him.
0: Now if I walk in and there's hashtag C A B, it's gonna be like the the Abraham Simpson gift where he just walks in and walks right back out.
1: So you Go ahead. for for your post op, Glenn, um I was actually listening to a podcast that was discussing former pro wrestler William Regal. And they said when he was at his heyday of prescription drugs, he was taking 40 Valium a day. So that's your goal.
2: So can you top that? No, I cannot (laughs) top that. So how much time have you put in for uh, vacation from work? Uh, I'll I'll be off through the week of Thanksgiving.
0: And then I should be able to work out of this place right here until...
2: So they'll allow you to do that until you're yeah, medically cleared? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I've cleared it. Because I basically just said, you know, it's a... By, by that time, I probably could get in my vehicle and drive to work and make the crutch walk up, the, up to the building and up the elevator and all that. But it seems like too big of a hassle And there's not, especially this time of year, there's not like the definite need for me to always be there. There's a lot of people off this time of year. She's kind of got a lot going on.
2: Kind of put it down to three quarter throttle this time of year. Just going to like save some fuel in case we have a green white checker. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, you know, there's going to be plenty of work getting done, but I would imagine (laughs) where there's going to be a lot of WWE network being watched (laughs) while that work is being done. Yeah. I'm trying to. I might read a book, might find book to read. <laughs> and I was also thinking of TV series I've never watched before that I might go beginning to end Okay. within, the, within those four weeks. Well, Billions, I nah, can highly recommend. There's probably not enough episodes. I'd finish it within a week. Well, it's three
2: seasons of 12. Yeah. 36 uh, episodes. may have something there. I haven't decided yet. but Well, if you need my Hulu password... Just slide on into my DMs after this.
0: Oh, I'll just I'll get that and cancel my own account. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you yeah. gotta have the Showtime add-on, brother. Oh, okay. Listen, that's true. I don't have at that. the Tommy Two Point household. We always pay for the upgrades. You gotta have your Red Shoe Diaries. That's what we do. Something else, Dave and I were talking about this week, and we were really cracking each other up, uh, as we tend to do. We need to, as a show assignment. Um, start picking random Monday Night RAWs in the 1998 to 1999 re- realm and just watch them for the pure shock value and review them on the show. Th- that would be uh, a hilarious assignment. Back then, it was only two hours, so when you knock the commercials out, you get the whole thing done in just a little over an hour. Oh, okay. But there, there are a few that are just absolutely worth a review on the show. I figure in your state, you should have plenty of time to... Put you a few can, in the bank.
0: Yeah, you can hit me up with whatever recommendations you have. Cause I don't know how this is going to go. Like, I I don't know if I'm going to be just completely just beaten by life, and or if you know, just sit back and relax, and it just takes a while to heal. You I don't might, know how you might re-
2: find out that the sedentary lifestyle suits you. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll be I'll get my knee fixed, and then I'll become morbidly obese. And you're going to kind of wonder why you wasted all these times going to the gym and taking an N.O. Explode and doing all those things when you could just sit around.
0: Do you realize how long it's going to be before I can do a squat or a deadlift?
2: No, I don't. That was going to be my next question, actually. What's the, what's the timetable for returning to physical activity, like uh, beyond no. just walking? Uh, it, depends.
0: it depends on the injury. It depends on the individual and how rehab goes and everything, but the estimates I've gotten, just back to what is quote unquote regular activity is like anywhere from four to six months.
1: Wow. I don't so go ahead. On show trip I don't know if we've discussed show trip in January. Are you gonna be in a wheelchair? Uh there's no cause
0: that so what we're talking about is going to the Royal Rumble. Right. In, that is January. less than
2: 4 months away. I'll have you know. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I won't I'll be able to walk. I just I just won't be, you know, at the point where I could you guys wanted to go for a, an intense jog if or maybe Seth, if
2: Seth Rollins wanted to get with us and do CrossFit. You couldn't do it. No,
0: I could not. I could get out there and probably walk straight. But by then I will certainly be weight-bearing. I'll probably have so some no golf. fancy brace. I don't think I could. I don't think I could twist like that. I could, mm. I could putt. Should could, we have... I could I drive, I could drive the cart and I could putt.
1: Should we have fake Paul Bear carry you on his shoulders?
2: Do you think he could do that?
1: I think it would be awesome to see him try.
2: I, all fake Paul Bear could do was get the urn and hold it up and just hope that it heals you. Would I be facing him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously. Oh, okay. You have a better
2: chance of that than. Uh, That's a dumb question. Than any kind of uh, any kind of physical exertion from that guy. In fact, I think the the odds in the sports book are he might be in worse shape to walk <laughs> than you on that trip, just judging by his general uh, his general health and well being these days.
0: I'll be able to get around for the purposes
2: of the trip, but yeah, there probably won't be any golf. Well, it's okay. There's plenty of time for golf. So, would we like to. Uh, well, what, what did you have next on your list there? That's, that's the official the more, run more sheet. Things. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I jotted down a few things you mentioned earlier today. Did you watch? You want to go to race night at Bowman
2: Gray? Absolutely.
0: Dave, did you watch episode two? I, I quite literally not. watched it tonight when I got home from work.
2: Oh, I quite literally watched it when uh, it came on it last night. Well, I guess we know who the true fan here is. Figured you'd be pretty happy with the results uh, of the end of the race. Oh, yeah. Your guy. That's right.
0: Jason Jason, He took it this time. Yeah.
2: We had a lot more garage time. A lot of garage time to start this thing out. And they also are really starting to build the storyline of the uh, Burt versus Jason have and have nots. Because every time Jason was on camera, he just kept talking about how he doesn't have any money. And he's just having to scrape to get by, and all the parts he broke, he was scrounging around the trailer to find out if he had extra ones, because he couldn't afford to get new parts. So we're really starting to paint him as the sympathetic figure in the show.
0: That was the one scene where he wasn't smoking.
2: Yeah, I know. Just that one. Probably couldn't afford to get cigarettes that day, I'm sure. Or or he was having to wait for Bert to finish smoking them, and then he could smoke them (laughs) afterwards. He
0: hasn't said (laughs) if he still works at UPS or not.
2: And I'm guessing that probably means that's a no. Either that or... UPS doesn't need the publicity.
0: Here's another question for you. Um, there were two or three moments, I guess, pre-race and then post-race, that there was a, a woman friend of his. Is that the same woman friend from the last one? I had written
2: down that. I, I don't think so. Because she looked pretty young. And eight years ago, she, <laughs> she, she might have been. She didn't seem as young.
0: Yeah, eight years ago that girl may have been like in a junior high somewhere. In a junior oh, dress no.
1: <laughs> Yes. What's Jason she have, doing? She
0: didn't have a movie made about yeah, her though. That
2: phenomenon's also happened on uh its sister show Street Outlaws. A lot of the key players on that, if you go back and watch the early seasons and see the women that they're with then versus now, there's been a lot of uh yeah, a lot of upgrades in that, that department as well. So this episode started with
0: Essentially, taking them through the week, you know, between week one and week two of the season and what they do, what they get to fix, what they have to replace, what all all they go through. And we got uh, the diagnosis of Tim Brown's injury. Finally, we found out what was wrong. Yes,
2: he has a torn ligament, which apparently is more painful than if it was just broken, according to Tim. Uh, I don't know. And they told him that he needs surgery. And I'm sure his first reaction is, but I don't have insurance. But he didn't (laughs) actually say that on the show. (laughs) He said, good, because I'm not really a doctor. They told him that they're going to they're gonna be able to delay the surgery to the off-season, and there's no way any doctor around here would know the difference between the on- and off-season no, racing. Because the
0: doctor also goes on to say, hey, you can race all season. That's why you can win more races. And I'm like, there's no way the doctor's going to. He obviously was prodded to, yeah, to comment. I,
2: I kind of noticed when the doctor leaned over, he might have had a sink tower shirt on under his lab coat. <laughs> I'll just
1: throw that out
2: there. But the, but the race format this week was one that I remember from last season or from you know the yeah. last episode, which is the uh, the twin twenty fives with the inverted start in the second race, okay. which is so, always unstable.
0: A, so first off, twin twenty fives is two different twenty five lap races, right?
2: Which, if you remember from episode one, they did a single two hundred lap race, and now we're doing two two different races that are only twenty five laps. So the Premise for the show, at least, was it's such such a short time frame that everybody's just going to be going all out to get to the front because you don't have any time to pace yourself or to wait around. You've got to you've got to go immediately. Right. So they also emphasized that um, qualifying on the pole for this race pretty much ensured you were going to win the race. And yeah, that, that ended up being pretty true to form. So man, that Burt Myers can qualify, can he? He sure can. So Bert told us when they were doing the lead up to this race, in the entire 70-year history of Bowman Gray, only one time has somebody managed to win both 25 races and, in the same night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the reason is, is after they do the first 25-lap race, they take the field. Uh, well, actually, the winner of the race gets to select a uh, what would you either, call that? A, a ping pong ball or yeah. marble out of the uh, out of the drawing tube.
0: He draws either the number
2: 8, 12, or 16. Right. And depending on what he draws, then they start at that number car and invert the field. So all, all the people from there move up to the front and all the people behind move to the back. So in this particular instance, he drew the number 8, which is actually good for him because that gets him starting in 9th place instead of 17th place if he had right. drawn the number 16. So you're thinking, hey, Burt may actually be able to do this. You know, he's got a fast car, he may be able to pass eight cars. And uh, at the end of the race, there was a Myers waving the checkered flag. But he, he was smoking, and he was. <laughs> but it was the number four car. Yeah, he might
0: he might be serving a jail sentence pretty soon.
1: <laughs> so that's how, that's how you get Jason Meyer in the win, winner's circle. You have a tricked-up race where they basically take everyone at the back and start them in the front.
2: You no, know, because he literally was finished eighth or ninth. I think he started ninth because I think he was on the outside on the restart. Yeah, but he but he went from being in ninth place to starting on the front row, got it to the front and then and then held on, but then celebrated in the winner's circle like he had just won the Daytona 500, which to Dave's point, I mean, I feel like the trophy should have just been an asterisk, like not even
0: (laughs) it's not how you get there. It's just that you get there.
2: Yeah. But when they showed the overall season point standings at the end, it's it's already looking like it's going to be Burton in a runner.
0: Yeah, Bert is already like thirty points ahead yeah. of everybody yeah. now. And and we're jumping back and forth, but Dave didn't watch it, so this is his punishment for pulling a <laughs> god documentary. <laughs> um, one other funny thing was from the first race, the two hundred lapper. They have the trophy for that is like this this. It's not that big, but it's like a crystal yeah trophy award. You it's know, a what?
2: nice high end trophy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so Bert walks into the garage. He's going to put it up on the shelf. And he's having all these problems finding (laughs) any room with all of his other trophies. Like
2: he's got everything. He's got so many trophies that he doesn't know where to put it. Because he's just got too many trophies. The one that he moved
0: back to clear room, uh, because I I looked at it, had the year 2003 on it. I'm like, (laughs) it seems like, what's this, like five years old? Right. At some
2: point you just recycle those out, right? Right.
0: Meanwhile, they pan over to Jason and he's just like... (laughs) <laughs> holding like a ribbon that he got in the fifth grade. <laughs> That's how he doesn't make any money.
1: Guy. Right. Oh, Jason. They're just like one trophy and eight packs of Winston's just <laughs> up on the shelf. But uh, so is it Jason
0: Myers' race team? They're the Dirty South.
2: That's right. Dirty South Racing.
0: It, Does Bert go by that too, or is it just Jason?
2: No, I think it's just Jason. I think they're they're um, obviously affiliated because they're related and they work on their cars at the same shop. But I think Jason and Bert run their operations pretty separately, which is probably why Bert's so successful. Probably so. Other observations I had: still a lot of
0: fans giving the middle finger to people they don't like. Lots. Um, Apparently, or perhaps they listen to the podcast. As my biggest question from episode one was, where are all the black people? And hey, we've got at least three or four in the stands that we got shots of. Camera shots of.
2: I think that was kind of like when Crown Jewel was in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and they just kept looking for the one woman in the stands that they could just cut to her reaction after every move. As they're chanting, this is progress. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe they were chanting that at Bowman Gray. We were. Who's to say? Who's to say they weren't?
0: A little bit more diversity in this in this episode. That we don't have the modified Bubba Wallace down on the track yet, but (laughs) it's not just not just a white man's world in in episode two.
2: Yeah. Speaking of Bubba Wallace, do you watch any of the race this weekend? Uh,
0: very little, not, not until probably the last 20, 30 laps. I was following it, but I wasn't, yeah. wasn't watching it. We had a we had Sunday afternoon birthday party to go to. Well, yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> in the middle of a Sunday afternoon during football and NASCAR playoff season to go watch kids jump around in a g- gymnastics vehicle for an hour and a and half. It was a great
2: race. It was a really good race Sunday, really good race. You, well, you didn't watch any of it. Just just the end. So the, so at the very end of the race, there's a, re, there's a late restart. Your man's, on the, your man's on the pole. As he always is. He's always on the pole. The Burt Myers of NASCAR. Yeah, the Burt Myers of NASCAR. The M&M's 18. And um, Eric is uh, starting on the other side, and he's in a situation where he has to win to make the championship four.
0: So two things. For one, even though the 18 of Kyle Busch, I root for, you know, Always. I was kind of like, you know, Almarola just slips by there. 18 still gets in, and Harvick is just just some guy. Exactly. And that, and
2: that was the fascinating question. And they actually told him on the radio, as they said, hey, man, you let this 10 car buy you, then the, yeah. the four car isn't going to make the final playoffs, which pretty much guarantees uh, an 18 championship. I don't know if I go that far, but okay. Oh, I, I would go that far. But he... um. You know, he being the man's man that he is, he said he wanted to win it straight up against the best. So, no offense to Eric Almirola, but apparently he's not considered the best. So, another
0: question about Eric Almarola. So, he drives the the number 10. The 10, yeah. And, obviously, that was just a, you know, it's a trash car, a trash team
2: that could never could, be successful. Never run at... outside the top 30, yeah. Or yeah. inside the top 30. So, all they did was... they They replaced a taco with a hot dog...
0: And they went from and finishing they, <laughs> 30th to be in one place to, to get be into in the literally one
1: spot
2: away from being in the Final Four championship. How is that possible?
1: And as they Tommy has said, he got inside the 10, which was always Tommy's dream. <laughs> Still is. Well, I'll stick
0: with it. Yeah, you played your cards. Discount double Might check. as well. So what do you think for the
2: uh, final race? This week? four cars is gonna gonna win it going away, and you're gonna going be very away. depressed that he's gonna dominate the entire race and will be um, hoisting the championship with his interim crew chief, since his uh, real crew chief will be barred from being on the grounds. So I think the
0: 18, he won it in 2015, and I think the last two years he's finished second. Yes, to the 78.
2: Yeah. Oh, last year to the seventy-eight.
0: Last year was the seventy-eight. The year before it was to Jimmy. Yeah. In that, even though that far and away should have been Carl Edwards' was the, championship, the cheapest, he got the cheapest. Hosed.
2: Yeah, the cheapest championship win ever. Right,
0: but last year Kyle was chasing Truex down and just ran out of laps.
2: That's one way of looking at it. Or Truex played his cards perfectly and won the race. Yeah, it's another way of looking at it.
0: Nah, I don't. I don't really think so. I won't be able to watch it in the same way this year because last year I was pacing the room and there will be, be hopping any pacing. Along the room this year. No, I'll be probably laid back on in home, uh, home ICU. Hydro
2: hydrocodone, looking for your OnStar button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if right. you
2: if you need to call me on OnStar this weekend, though, <laughs> just push the blue button and I'll be here.
0: Uh, it could be could be big trouble. Great. All right. Um you guys want a quick movie review? Yeah, definitely. So I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody over the weekend.
2: I've heard good things about this.
0: It was really good. Really. That's my movie review.
2: <laughs> you recommend seeing it? Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Like the overall story is is good, but the uh like the concert scenes that they recreate Including the main one is kind of where the movie starts and ends. That's not really a spoiler alert. It's
2: <laughs> I don't know. You mean there's a concert in the movie? <laughs> but I guess I don't even need to see it now. They basically
0: uh, recreate the entire set they played at that concert. It, it, that part especially is fantastic. But the movie as a whole, yeah, it's a it's a Glenn recommendation.
2: Great. We should have had Freddie Mercury on the show. Man,
0: he's. He's been gone a while. I don't know if you knew that.
2: Uh, no, i are breaking news to me. No, he <laughs> got the he got
0: the cancer of the he got
2: the Tim Richmond. Yeah, he
0: got yeah. What number was he? See, no, I can't remember what number he drove. Well, not a one hundred, so we still need a tie-in for that. Yeah, <laughs> he got the, the Folgers Red number one. I think that's what I think that's what he drove. I'd have to look that up. Oh, because that'd be a good code word for AIDS from now on We just <laughs> amped within the
2: show. The Folgers number one. <laughs> well, we're going to write that down because we've got an episode title now. So you guys ready for things only I care about? Or should we uh, call Mike Hernandez and make sure that's okay first? No, you go ahead. So I'm going to call back to several episodes ago. I think it might have even been the episode Mike was with us, but I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me on that. But I was telling you guys about when I was going through the airport and the lady had the the raw meat. Yes, yes. I almost missed my flight because um, some lady thought it was a good idea to pack a suitcase full of... Raw meat. So just to just quick to go back. Oh yeah. First is
0: the Folgers number twenty five. Okay. Well, so we we'll change that. Change that. And I found the, a good episode cover. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please text me that photo. <laughs> so that immediately. Here, uh... hold it up to the camera so Dave can see since he's. Oh, so hold on. I
0: don't know if you can. Can you make that out? I'll just send it to you. To... What are we doing? We're living in. <laughs> 2018. We're
1: basically
2: just doing the show for ourselves at this point.
0: <laughs> okay, go back to the no, meat, but when
2: I meat telling, suitcase. When I was telling you guys the story about the meat suitcase, that I did tell you guys a little bit of a lie in that story, and I want to come clean. Okay. But it wasn't about the meat. The meat was real. It was shoot meat. <laughs> but I told you I was there for work, which is kind of true. But I was actually traveling... Um, in the pursuit of work okay are you a truck driver i am they're paying me 27 cents a mile full benefits 401k it's not bad weekends home it's a good deal no i was actually on the out-of-town job interview what
1: yes so i flew to another mm. state your new job is gonna be traveling meat salesman yeah i'm confused so I
2: have this cart of meat. I think they call those male escorts. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so that I helicopter the meat. <laughs> oh no, I was in an airport. I was getting on a plane. What am I? Strong mode of transportation. Flying to the state um, <laughs> that defeated the uh, New England Patriots handily this weekend. They did. Um, and it was kind of one of those things, you know, it's kind of like when Point Break Dave goes to Vegas and makes like a 16 parlay. It doesn't usually hit, but then when it does, it hits big. I was taking a shot at a at a big boy job, a job that uh, was a little out, probably outside of the realm of what I was qualified to do.
0: But you might as well just roll the dice. But
2: I had I had made it through all the screener phone interviews, and I I flew out there and and uh, spent a whole day at this company in in Tennessee, and uh, you know really told them all about the podcast, of course, obviously listened to a couple episodes. Disclosed yes, disclose that,
0: yeah. Don't listen to this one. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I, I, I actually listened, played him a different podcast. Um, it's called Can You Hear Me? <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's great. I'll send you the link. Okay. So, yeah, I came back, uh, flew back home, and you know, told you guys the meat story. Didn't hear for a couple of weeks, and then got the phone call, and they were like, hey, um, we want to get into business with Tommy2 underscore zero in a big way. But that's going to mean um, leaving the state of Texas and moving
0: all the way to Tennessee. All
2: the way to Tennessee. And Tommy two underscore zero said, "When's the next flight out? I'll be there." I said yes, wow. yes,
0: yes. So you're not going to commute back and forth I, every day. And
2: I'm not going to commute every day. What? I am. Uh, I am going to move out of the state of Texas. Shocking news.
0: For episode so, 100. what well, we talked about all those times that we would get to episode 100 and then stop the podcast <laughs> is actually coming true because you got offered a job that you're not qualified for.
1: That's and a long way to saying yes. Quick aside. Obviously, this is a big uh, opportunity for you if you're willing to move. Meat suitcase could have cost you the whole thing.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a weird way of saying it, we were about three minutes from meat suitcase caused, causing the whole thing not to take place. It's quite the
0: butterfly yeah. effect, right there.
2: But this is a this is a big uh, this is a big company. You can buy stock from them on the New York Stock Exchange. Wow. Um, they've got. Imp- they don't have as many employees as your company does, but they have a lot of employees. They have hundreds of thousands of employees. Well, okay. And, oh. uh, they are relocating me. So that doesn't mean like that. I just go move. I'm on my own volition. They're taking care of everything, every detail of the move they're accounting for, including helping me sell my home with realtors that they provide and pay for. They uh, are taking care of the, Financing on my new home with a bank that they pay for. They are paying for plane tickets, hotel accommodations, closing costs, auto transport to ship my vehicles. They want Tommy out there that bad that they're willing to write a sizable amount of money to make that happen. Man, what an investment. Yes. And how disappointed are they going to
1: be? I was going to say... You haven't named the company, but they make pretty poor choices.
2: Well, I don't want to name the company because it could affect the stock price. Right.
1: (laughs) But how will
0: they react when you walk in the first day in the shorts and flip-flops and start (laughs) selling the fish at your desk? (laughs) This is just totally
2: normal. No, I'm, uh, you know, really the only reason I'm taking this job is I just really need some more money to support my race team, so... (laughs) You know, parts are getting expensive these days. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have extras lying around. No, but no. In all seriousness, though, we—I've never lived outside of the state of Texas. All my friends are here. All every everything that I uh, I do and hold dear is here. And I'm moving to a, a state where I literally uh, know nobody. Um, except you, uh,
0: Vince Young, are you going to be living in? Or near the place where the the Patriots were beaten?
2: Yes, very close, actually. Hold on here. In the the office that I'm going to be working in is darn near within walking distance of that location. Oh, wow. So it'll be... But I want to be very clear. I'm not working for the company from which that stadium is named, although they are also headquartered in Nashville.
0: Hmm... Well, I'm not going to sit here and guess, but uh, when is this move? How imminent would you say this move is? My first day
2: is Monday. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yes, in just a couple of days after you hear this podcast, I will be starting my uh, employment there. And I'll be living. Tell me how seedy this is. I'm going to be living in a corporate apartment by myself that's on the campus of Vanderbilt. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard the term Vandy Candy? Is that what
0: you're going to be? That's
2: the name of my new podcast. (laughs) That I'll be starting next Monday.
0: Well, here is my... Now, this won't be a benefit for you for probably at least four months. but My gift to you as part of your uh, moving is I've located... Twin Cities Raceway Park, <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. In Nashville? I believe so. All I mean, right. I just Googled Nashville dirt tracks, unless there's a Nashville of something
1: else. But there yeah. you go. Tommy, everything's like Monday's the day. Monday's the day. I mean, I feel like if
2: I wouldn't have passed the drug test, they would have let me know by now.
1: But so Monday's I was just today. concerned because last time I heard – Gregor Dykes was having financial trouble. But. They've
2: assured me that all of those things are in the past, and this is really a new chapter
1: oh, that we're working upon. Oh, check this. Go ex- ahead, Dave. They're expanding to Tennessee. That's a good sign. Yeah.
0: Fairground Speedway in Nashville already has the World of Outlaws, and they're looking at adding an Xfinity Series and a NASCAR truck race.
2: So it looks like we'll be going yeah. to Tennessee pretty soon well you know that really is that that area of the country is is um
0: now this is asphalt though it's not a dirt but
2: track. it's it's um it's all kinds of amateur racing ground zero basically is that part of the country for for dirt uh you know asphalt drag racing that it's very very popular in that part of the country
0: so if you're in Nashville I'm trying to think if that's Towards or away from Bristol? I feel like you're a few hours away, we're, but we're, I could have the same where because
2: I'm going to be a resident there. We are right in the middle of the state.
0: Okay, I think you're like two to three hours away from Bristol. Wow.
2: Well, we can finally make that trip happen, can't we now? Well, yeah. If all we've, I gotta, been, we've been trying to make that trip happen for years. Of course, you'll have to walk to be on that trip.
0: I'll be ready for that
2: but in, wow. any advice for uh, and Dave you know you started a new job fairly recently but any advice for me on the first day I'm going to be managing a huge team of people that I've never met before so what do you, what do you do on the first day to impress them you go in there and um uh, fire somebody the first day fight somebody the first day <laughs> no you don't try some try some off color jokes what what's the play
1: uh, <laughs> I think you have to go with the, uh, the Gordo, get them all in a room and ask them to rank the races on how <laughs> attracted they are to them. Sexually? Yes. Um,
0: a lot of people, and they're all in the office? Yeah. Uh, you got to get in front of them
2: on the first day.
0: You got to get in front and talk to these people, even if it's just brief. Okay. All at the same time or you do it in smaller groups? Well, I mean, is it is it structure where they all report directly to you or No, is there's there a layers here. There's
2: layers. There's layers. Okay. I think you got to You got to find the people that are the most desperate first, right? And I think you got to use them. You got to Do with, your will. You got to no. know. You well, got a bad
0: idea with the management staff. Okay. I think you dig into more of the details with them, you know. than what you can, what you're aware of. You know what your what your vision is. Yeah. What your uh, you know kind of the way you work, how involved you are. Are you gonna let them just do their job, or well, are you, you going to be you involved?
2: Know? I'd have to be not golfing. So that kind of goes in contrast to my management style.
0: But also, think you. Uh, I think you should get in front of the larger group, even if even if it's for only five minutes, ten minutes, just to introduce yourself, uh, a little bit about yourself, tell them about your family. Yeah, you know that. Because that, should I ask them if they want to walk with a lion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great if if you were on a stool, had a guitar, and just strummed it <laughs> just one time. <laughs> but I think you need to do that because that's you connect with people that way. Right. It Shows and, that you're. And human.
2: then the the longer you stay there without introducing yourself, then that makes you appear aloof and uh, and disconnected. Right? Definitely. But I want to ask. And I'm going to ask Dave this question because there's one guy I'm already worried about. So I, when I interviewed, I only talked to people at, at the same job title that I'm getting, which by the way, has a V and a P in it. So just get your mind right with that. Okay. And, um, and then people in above that job title. So I never met any of the, the directors or managers that would report up to me. So, oh, at the new place. The interview process. Yeah. So, okay, so in, I got you. in fact, they never even showed me like a full organizational chart. They talked to me about it. They told me how many people were in the vertical, but they never, they never actually introduced me to anybody or told me anybody's name. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, the lady that'll be my boss just texted me during the week and she said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I'm sending out an email today to your staff to let them know, you know, officially let them know that we hired you and what your name is. And you know, just wanted to give you a heads up that we're doing that. And I said, that's fine. You know, it's, it's good that they should know. So later that day, I got a Facebook friend request from a guy um, that you've never met, that I've never met, that lives in Nashville. And um, But he was just giving your name. Probably. He was just giving my name for that email, and I think he thought that it would be a good idea to go ahead and send me the Facebook friend request. And uh, this guy... <laughs> did you do this right here? <laughs> I did. I, uh, I did the Matt Hardy. Um. So this guy um, was pretty persistent because I also saw that he had looked at my LinkedIn page like six times.
0: Oh, uh, let's see. You got to be careful about that. No, and I'm
2: a little worried about this guy because he, um, he looks a lot like John Malkovich. <laughs> Always a red flag. I did see Con Air like a week ago. Well, then.
0: Can I, I get a movie review on that? Yes, please. <laughs> God, that movie is terrible. What? <laughs> and 20 years ago, I would have not said that. That guy looks like John Malkovich, though, doesn't he? Yeah, and what's this commie stuff going well, on back there? Well, here's, here's the thing I want... Is he,
2: is he in the theater? Here's the thing I want to concern you with. This is his real job, but what does he list above his real job? Ooh, He's managing company. director of a theater company. Wow, I guarantee you he doesn't like sprint cars. No, and there's some other pictures of him
0: in uh yeah, that guy, character. Yeah, that guy's killed a cat for fun before. So do you think
2: I need to accept <laughs> this guy's friend request? Oh, it's weird. Or if you don't. is this the guy that on the first day we go Hey buddy?
1: <laughs> like, it's
2: appreciate, appreciate all you've done for the company here. I, I think
0: you gotta I think the move is to accept it and then then go immediate mute on anything. Oh post, so accept obviously. it before
2: I meet him in person? Because I I, I I have a pretty strong stance on Facebook that I don't accept any friend requests from people that I haven't. Of course, met I guess then he personally. Can, yeah, then he can see everything you put on there, though, right? Right, and then he would hear the podcast and hear us talking about him. That's go straight true. to HR. Yeah, what am I thinking? Things could fall apart before they. Why even start. would you have a Facebook page? I think that's your move—is you delete your <laughs> own page. Like, he sends me the friend request, then thinks for a week that, like, man, it's weird that guy hasn't accepted it, and then he goes back and sees I've deleted my entire <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Do the
0: you just got to be visible at least initially and then I mean it sounds like if you have a title that has a V and a P in it that at some point you don't have a whole lot of dealings with people two and three levels down
2: well there might be some people that I need to have lots of dealings (laughs) with you never know they might need more guidance or leadership than others
0: yeah but I think you're heavy on that on the front end and then once you're comfortable they're comfortable start making tea times start making tea times
2: a lot of Closed office door time. Well, they've got these glass offices. Oh, so you, can, you yeah. have
0: to wear a shirt,
2: too. Yeah, yeah. Now, they do have, like, in the middle of the glass, there's kind, kind of, of frosted one little frosted strip. So I just kind of, kind of got to get it, like, <laughs> maybe get my seat raised up enough just so, you know, just get it just timed perfectly. The motions aren't obvious. <laughs> yeah. As they walk by,
0: they're like, man, really demonstrative while <laughs> he's talking. And now
2: he's asleep. <laughs> so will this be the last episode of tell me where to turn that's the real question
0: and i've got a quarter if we just need to flip it because i think that's what we're
2: that's where we're at right now <laughs> that's what we're down to
0: yeah so what is the future we just have to figure out with technology and stuff
2: yeah i actually think that uh if if i can show you how to do what dave's doing right now we could continue the podcast and nobody would know any different. Other
0: than the fact that we just told them
2: other than the fact, well, we can delete this part. Oh, good point. Or I you could didn't. just come on the next episode and say like, oh, I was a joke. I didn't <laughs> go into it.
1: You didn't negotiate in your, uh, compensation that listen, every week I need to fly two buddies out here to record a podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, uh, I may, uh, I may be willing to give it a shot remotely, just for a little bit, because I feel like it would be a disservice to our listeners if we left you to become a uh, opioid addict without at least seeing the decline, documenting it. Decl- yeah, documented on our podcast.
0: I don't. Maybe we should leave it to the listenership to just. We'll put a poll out. Should <laughs> Should we go beyond one hundred, or just or just end it here, or toe trigger it?
1: <laughs> this is Glenn's way to decide we're not doing anymore. I'm a heavy
0: influencer. I've
2: already been out there. Like, okay, here's what's gonna happen: <laughs>
0: vote yeah. no on poll, whatever.
2: But man, it was hard telling people at my job that I was leaving. I've been there a long time, and there was a lot of shocked people that I left in my wake, especially that you're going off somewhere. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it was it was pretty alarming. It was alarming to everybody. But uh, you know, telling people at work was hard because they, they're they're basically. You know, two camps of people. There's the people that are just loyal to the death, that are going to stay there forever, and then there's the people that are really unhappy that want to get out of there. So the reactions are very polarized that I would get, which would be like, you know, half the people going like, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like, how could you leave? You're yeah. you know, you're doing so well here." And then the people that are just like shooting the double bird, <laughs> stone cold glass break music happens, and they're just. <laughs> Doing the Conor McGregor walk through the office. I'm so happy living vicariously through me. But, man, I'm going to have to get my cholesterol checked between the going away meals. We, we had one at Bob's Steak and Chop House. You've been there before, right? Yeah, I've been there. You know,
0: I've seen the carrot. They have a glazed carrot. It's heavily glazed. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's like frosted glass level glazed <laughs> um, first time I was there I was like are we supposed to eat this or is this and there's also the jar of and they told the waitress I don't remember this from before but the waitress tells you now she's like you can eat the pickles yeah like uh, I, I don't mind. Remember,
0: I don't remember them telling us that and we kind of sat there awkwardly and I was like well, why am I gonna waste any space on a on a pickle
2: yeah I mean when you've got meat yeah I've got meat
0: arriving so. right
2: but we we were uh, this was this was actually put on by a a um, Somebody we do business with. So they, uh, it was pretty cool to be there with somebody else paying. And, and it was just like, hey, whatever, whatever it takes, tell me where to turn at the end. Um, Speaking of that, you know where I went uh, the
0: weekend of the NASCAR race? No. I bailed on the Xfinity race and I went, me and the awesome dog <laughs> and mom of Glenn. Went to Kennedale Raceway Park. Really, and we still in business. The Trail of Tears of the original <laughs> "Tell Me Where to Turn" phrase. Those exact streets, but it's it's Kennedale Raceway, which is just down the hill from where yeah, Caltown was. I'm well aware where. And so Texas Raceway, the drag strip, it still looks okay, but clearly is not in business. Clearly not in business. It looks a little post apocalyptic, like it's overgrown in a couple spots, yeah. but you know the grandstands up and you. Know, I'm still up and all that. Cowtown is... The lights are still up. They're around the track. And then it's basically just a pile of just trash and lumber oh, and stuff. That, that hurts my heart. Clearly just... We'll get around to disposing this one of these years. But that... Sorry you're moving and you'll never go. But that dirt track is pretty well put together. And we were sitting you know, right at the start finish line, just, you know, five, 10 rows up or whatever. You're like right on top of the action too. But I mean, there's a fence and everything,
2: right? But
0: yeah, quarter mile, good racing. I'll be back
2: for sure. Were there uh, any notable figures from our past out there? Well, the infamous racing Ricky,
0: (laughs) those that made it out to the devil's bowl with me last year. Got to see. It's
2: around. I wouldn't have figured he had access to transportation that could get him between Mesquite and Kennedale.
0: He was with someone who must have driven him. There's no way they probably found him on the side of the road, just with his green flag, just <laughs> waving it. Did he have his flags? No, he didn't. But I, he. And what are the odds that I don't know how many people were there? And I've obviously this was a week or so ago, so I had the the fancy brace, but I was even less than I am currently. So, I wasn't doing any walking around. Walks up the ramp, walks right up the aisle next to me. And I'm just looking at him the whole time. <laughs> like,
2: he has no idea who I am. You didn't engage him? No. Oh. I have before. No, I know you have. I thought maybe because you had before that this was an opportunity to no. do so again.
0: It would have, Actually, I could have my dad would have been like, who is that? And if I told him the story, he thought it was funny. But I would have said, to the front. To TTF. Him, hashtag TTF. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's my that was my Dirt Track review for this week. So if we uh, if we never have another episode, I guess we'll never get to review Survivor soon. Well, I think... Uh, it was in the WWE pay-per-view on Sunday.
2: I think when title goes against title, that is a cause to have an episode 101. Any predictions for this? Because I feel like Brock against AJ Styles is a hard match to call because... What does Dave think? Because he's—I think he's the expert
0: out of the three of us.
1: I—I I don't see them letting Brock lose unless it's just some kind of crazy mess. I think so it's going to
0: get interrupted somehow. Well, Something wheels off. I mean, that's happen. an easy
2: thing to say, but they can't do that for everything yeah. because I feel like they have to do that for Charlotte and—or uh, not for Charlotte for Becky and Rousey. So I think maybe they just let Brock F5 AJ and just pin him one, two, three in the middle. So I don't know if you saw the beginning of Raw tonight. No, I have not watched any Raw tonight.
0: So it's not going to give too much away. It doesn't actually mean that it's going to happen. Roman's back. No.
2: (laughs) The big dog is back in his yard. Just kidding about the leukemia.
0: (laughs) That's my fake Roman Reigns.
2: That was pretty good. Um (laughs) My name's Joe, and I was lying about having leukemia. <laughs> I want my title back. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but they they promised Braun and Strowman a second shot at the Universal title against Lesnar. When he has to follow through with competing for Raw at Survivor Series, and I think Raw has to win, and if all this happens, he gets another title shot, which... But the, the
2: Lesnar-Styles is not for a belt. It's just a no, battle of No, those champion-champion those matches are always just non-title. But, but to, I, I feel like, to, to your point earlier, I feel like when they have um, Becky fight Rousey, they can't let a, a definitive winner happen there because I think that blows up their plans for WrestleMania and everything else because they got to have... Rousey in a signature match at WrestleMania. They're even talking about maybe she's in the main event at WrestleMania. Either that's against Becky or Charlotte or whoever they decide is the most worthy competitor. But to have her have a definitive win or loss against somebody now seems to make little sense.
1: So if they put the women's match on last at Mania, are they going to title the match? Sorry about Crown Jewel or...
2: Or sorry about last WrestleMania. That too. Just saying. Um,
0: but uh, other matches, is there anything else that really sticks out? Those, those two that we already mentioned.
1: Well,
2: they'll have Nakamura fight against Seth Rollins in that title versus title match, which probably will be a really good match, and they'll probably just let Rollins beat him because apparently Nakamura's on his way out. We're not going to have the United States of Nakamura now apparently his contract's up, and he wants to go back to the motherland. So his contract's mm. up in a few months. Garland. So, yeah, he's going back <laughs> to Garland. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I mean, I mean, I don't think the, uh, the bar against... Uh, A.O.P.? A.O.P. Does oh, it, I'm interested <laughs> in the authors. <laughs> today, <thing. laughs> always. That's why I forgot to ask you. How, how, how many fireworks did you shoot off when the A.O.P.? Won the tag titles in a two-on-one match.
0: Yeah, we need two things to happen. We've had the Authors of Pain got the tag team title, and it's just a matter of time before Drew McIntyre's Universal Champion, and then I don't
2: think you're wrong here. I think this could happen,
0: and then we'll be able to to hang it up. He's the one that's gonna he's gonna Claymore Lesnar and send Lesnar back to the UFC (laughs) for an extended period of time
2: with the Claymore kick. But other than that, I got nothing. Okay, well, um, I guess we will just leave it at this. Maybe there'll be an episode one-on-one, or maybe this will be the last episode ever. Tell me where to turn.
0: And this, naturally, is the living room. Probably your dream house, isn't it, dear? Of course, you'd probably decorate it differently.
1: Oh, yes, we'd get bigger penises.